The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. Merry Christmas from The Awakened Soul and The Breaks Media. You guys didn't think I would ever leave you without a dope pod to step to Christmas Eve or not. I'm dropping each and every week. We're here with episode 81. And in this episode, we got Bill Ray Valentine coming back. You guys may remember him from the White Privilege episode. In that episode, he... uh he mentioned a they a lot in that discussion that we were having, and he's here to break that down a little bit more in the main discussion topic of this episode. We also got Scoop Grady in the building. No popular opinion. Shawnee's took the week off. It's Christmas. It's to be expected. Uh, but with me and Scoop, there's gonna it's going to rarely ever be a time where me and Scoop aren't both on this podcast. We just we just have that much fun doing this. Um so it, it, I hope I really hope I know I know the episode's dropping a little bit late, but never, never make that think you're not getting an episode just that I'm, I'm too dedicated to you guys. I'm too dedicated to you. But, you know, before we get into the actual episode, I do also want to send my um, my thoughts and, and well wishes and prayers to anyone who's affected by the government shutdown. Um, as many of you may know, my father actually is a government worker. Luckily, he's not affected by the shutdown. Um, so thank God for that. But for anyone who is, especially around this holiday time, um, you know, I just I just from from the awakened soul, from the breaks media, you know, we want to say we're, we're thankful for what you do. Um, and, you know, it sucks to have to go through this, but hopefully the shutdown doesn't last too long. You guys can get back to work here very shortly and uh, just resume business as usual. Um, what else do we have in this episode? I mean, I, that's really it. You know, we got the, the dope discussion. You know, we're going to have the in the mind of hay segment where I'm going to go off about a few things. Uh, but it's Christmas time. It's a happy time. It's it's we all sh- I hope everyone's having time with their family. Sit down, listen to the power of their family. Um, the discussion topic today, I do want to say it gets deep and it, it hits on a lot of things that I think we kind of overlook. Um, just take it take it for granted so hopefully you guys sit listen with the open mind open hearts take in what's what's being said in this and i want to hear from you guys on it as well um but that's it we're gonna go ahead we're gonna hop right into it it's time to start the episode i will see you guys on the other side of this with the end of mine hey segment All right, so for the first thing for the Mind of Hayes, we are actually going to go over to the state of New Jersey. 
which it seems like every time New Jersey pops up on the awakened soul, it's never for any positive reasons. I feel like New Jersey dominated the stupid idiot for like the last month of its existence. And then now here we are talking about something else from New Jersey in the mind of Hayes. And most of you may have known, may have seen the clip in which a high school student uh, in a wrestling match, well, before a wrestling match was forced to cut off his dreadlocks um, because it, his headgear and his his dreads were considered to be non-compliant um, with with the rules of, of that school district or whatever. Um, and it was the referee in this case, Alan Maloney. Let's put into perspective what's going on here. So after this video came out, a lot of reactions were given and calling the school racist. And this was the actions of one racist and radical referee, not necessarily the school. The actual um, the Athletic Association in New Jersey uh, has actually suspended him pending an investigation after this uh, this happened. So they're doing their part, at least giving up the appearance of, of really trying to do what, they're, what they can to get this out of there. But I just want everyone to hold back on going into calling the school's rules racist because by everything that's come out since then, it looks like this is just more so the actions of a racist referee rather than the whole school being racist itself. As far as no-lock bands, um, which this is not, so this is not – a band on dreadlocks or the appearance of it again, because as I just pointed out, this is a referee versus the actual school itself. But in 2019 going into it, um, I, I'm more stuff like this needs to get pushed forward and publicized um, because anyone, whether they're on the books or not on the books, if you have a, a, a band on dreadlocks, you need to get with the times. It's definitely a form of discrimination. The culture is not going to stand for it anymore if you can't see by the response to this. But I just want everyone to be aware of what it is versus, again, I I know I kind of I started saying this every week. Don't just watch the clips. Actually, watch the full video. Actually, educate yourself because everyone's running with this clip and saying that it, the school's racist, the school's racist. Doesn't seem like that by what I've read so far. If you have something contrary, definitely throw it my way, and I'll uh, speak about it on next week's episode. But with something that actually cannot be uh, at all, not discussed, what's the word I'm looking for? That can't um, can't be misconstrued is the fact of this interview with um, Chris Rock, Louis C.K., Jerry Seinfeld, and Ricky Gervais, in which (laughs) Louis C.K. goes on a – well, first it starts – Chris Rock goes on a long rant about why Louis C.K. is the blackest comedian on the panel and says something about him drinking Kool-Aid and all other types of shit to excuse the fact that he uses the word nigger, nigger, hard E-R in this case, and even goes on in the interview itself to really to really just display some really, really uh, just insensitivity, I guess. Would, would that be the correct word to use in this case? Uh, but we're going to go ahead. We're going we're gonna to play the clip. And then we're going to come back. I'm going to discuss a little bit more. He's the blackest white guy I well, fucking know. And, I'm, and then all the, the negative things we think about black people, this fucker. You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes, you are the niggerest fucking white man <laughs> I have ever. <laughs> oh, oh, amazing. I, I don't think he, he could do that. Oh, what? Uh, I don't think he has those qualities. Two, you, I, I mean, 
that I'm No, not. you don't even understand. Really? You don't, you don't really know him. Like, you, I've worked with him. No, no, like you're a bit no. about... Uh, no. I wouldn't use it anywhere. No, exactly. These two... These two we say nigger on stage. On stage. <laughs> you guys don't. That's a... Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, that's the two teams that's here. The difference yeah, between... Like, yeah. That's right. That's right. We say nigger on stage, you guys don't. But that's definitely a pairing. Who, who we says say, nigger on stage? We don't. Well, you just did. Yeah, That's right. Uh, yeah. You and me say no, nigger no, in not, private. No, no. These, two guys, <laughs> these two guys don't. So as I'm sure as most of you have seen, been a part of, feel yourself, there, of course, was an outrage over this. There was some backlash uh, for both both uh, Chris Rock and Louis C.K. And Louis C.K. has already you know, had it kind of rocky since the sexual harassment claims. Um, but I think you know, there's a larger discussion to be had here about you know, black people making certain friends that they have it be okay or not checking them for using the word nigga. Because clearly here, Chris Rock and Louis C.K. have a relationship. There have clearly been things behind the scenes. And I personally feel like in watching this video, Chris Rock has made Louis C.K. feel very okay with being able to say the word nigger around him. Maybe it's to do with the whole comedy thing. Maybe the hats just come, the gloves have come off because of that. But it's important to know that Chris Rock has always been a little... He's he's had weird commentary on the whole racial and nigger thing before. Um, so this isn't a complete surprise to me personally. I know it is a lot, especially, you know, to see it there and to see that setting. I can understand why it will be for a lot. But if you if you just look at kind of if you know these guys history, first of all, and also have seen Louis C.K.'s stand up before, it's not that surprising that he'd say it in the context in which in which he said it in. Now, if we're going to have a discussion about if that should have happened, if that is something that we should allow, that we should make people feel comfortable about, should we educate? I'm all for those conversations. And I understand, you know, a lot of times I come out and I uh, say I don't understand the backlash. This, I completely understand the backlash that has come out of it. Um, and, you know, uh, the, the the conversation of are we enabling racism in, in situations like this is one that we, we definitely need to have. Um, because us, when we have friends and I'm not saying me personally or you but in general there are some of us that have friends of other races that we then allow to say things that we wouldn't allow other ones to say now for the ones that for the people who are saying are calling out Chris Rock for uh, saying that he should have said more or maybe spoke out in the situation again understand that this is a recording of a sitting down with friends so if he allows Louis CK to say it around him he was not going to check him here and also just knowing Chris Rock's history like, yeah he's always been one of the most respected comedians uh, in especially of his age and he he's earned that but he's he's always had weird things to say about racism um now jerry seinfeld in this was actually uh he was <laughs> visibly confused by this whole exchange and hats off to him there but he was posed you know this question we're gonna go ahead and play the clip that's it that's a big huge difference between you and me i think well you found the humor of it yeah i haven't found it right nor do i seek it can I squeeze you know what though Jerry all of a sudden having a great nigger bit would be pretty amazing oh, yeah, it would it'd be. be amazing oh it'd be amazing oh, because he retired it yeah he retired it no he in did in 96 yeah. I'm, I'm done with it yeah anytime you come even close to cursing people ooh yeah. <laughs> well alright so that was you know and Jerry Seinfeld shows a level of maturity there in saying that he hasn't found the humor in it um 
I mean, Jerry Seinfeld really just—he seems to have a be able to sit back and take a really good perspective on uh, on a lot of things. You know, his comments on Roseanne saying, you know, he doesn't see why why she had to be fired because she was already killing herself. Um, you know, people ran with, oh, he's supporting Roseanne, which he was not. Um, so it, I, I really respect Jerry Seinfeld. I respect for him to be in that situation, and even uh, Ricky Gervais, who says that he doesn't say nigger, and then said it on the thing. Um, Jerry Seinfeld didn't. You know, he 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 didn't take the easy bet or didn't fall into I wouldn't say the trap, but he just showed a lot of class, I think, in that interview. And you know, hats off to him uh for that. I Jerry Seinfeld is one of the comedians I I love. I love the Seinfeld show. I think it's one of the best shows of all time personally. Um but you know, there 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 it goes. And you know, let me know how you guys feel about it. I think that maybe it will be a discussion point topic that we need to have about you know enabling racism and what place do black people i mean we had a conversation on white privilege also check out the naked mindset they had a uh, episode on the race card and that was you know minorities using pulling the race card from time to time but i think there's another discussion that needs to be had on enabling racism and yeah i'm not saying that we have the biggest part in that but i do think that in some ways Certain people can enable racism and racist comments by either a lack of action or just making it okay when it's a close a person who's close to them. So let's let's have that discussion. You know what? Let's go ahead and, and put a pin in that. I'll announce it, but you can almost count that for certain as a an episode discussion topic in 2019 for the Awakened Soul. But that's it. We're going to go ahead. We're going to take a break. You guys are actually going to hear a commercial from Black Long Legal Lies, which I've actually been I had the pleasure of being a guest on their episode that drops tomorrow, I believe. So if you listen to this the day it drops um, and even if you're not, if you listen to it a few days after, go and check out Black Long Legal Lies. I I should be the featured guest on on their uh, most recent episode. So we're going to hear their commercial on the other side of that. You'll be hearing the petty news report from the one and only scoop grady i'll see you guys after that what's up everybody this is dan aka dan on drugs and i am afro becky aka afro becky and we are the black law and legalize podcast a weekly legal podcast for the culture each week we have conversations with our co-host and a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney as well as myself a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator afro becky most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way we release new episodes every tuesday yo you can find us anywhere podcasts are available or you can find us on social media at black law podcast so check us out or don't hey what sometimes people do like the opposites Yo, what up, what up, everybody? This is Scoop Grady with another segment of the Petty News Report. Thank you all for listening. Christmas is in a few days, y'all. I hope everybody gets what they asked for. I hope everybody enjoyed Christmas with a family. But let's not forget the main picture of why it is Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Well, other than that, let's get right into it. Kevin Gates dyed his hair blonde. I don't know about I don't know what to say about this. Um, first, Chris Brown, you know, after he's the one that started this, you know. Actually, Cisco started it, then Chris Brown took over. Now we got Kevin Gates, and I don't know. I mean, first, Kevin Gates is a gangster, you know, so now you got blonde hair. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand this one. Um, I, ho- I hope he lost a bet. I'm just going to put that out there. I hope he lost something for him to do this. This don't make sense. Just, you know... 
he did get a tattoo of a, a rapper on him. So I don't expect nothing different out of Kevin Gates. But I mean, hey, if he likes it, his wife likes it, that's all that matters. But uh, Kevin Gates, yeah, I hope this doesn't affect the music. You know what I'm saying? I hope your music ain't blondish. Next, Nicki Minaj's boyfriend gets her name tatted on him. And the bad part about this is this is his first tattoo. And he got Nicki like a bold tatted on his neck. Nikki, you like 40 years old. You you happy this man got his name tatted? Like, this is a milestone for you? Like, you know something? For Nikki to be rich, she act like she ain't never had nothing. And then on the flip side of that, this dude, this is a sign of a crazy person. I mean, everybody want to say this is love. They love each other. Nah, bro, this is a sign of he's crazy. This is a man's way of getting pregnant, and if something happens, he's gonna secure the bank. That's what I get out of this. Like, it don't make sense. Nikki is just struggling to keep herself relevant in the world right now, and she's doing whatever she needs to do to get people talking about her. That's all I see out of this. Nikki, let it go. Your torch is gone. That it's been blown out for years now. Okay, next, 2019 is gonna be epic for a lot of people. The Millennium Tour 2019 B2K returns, y'all. They will be touring alongside with Mario, Pretty Ricky, Lloyd, Bobby V, Yin Yang Twins, and St. Louis' own Chingy. I just don't understand why Bow Wow's not a part of this. I mean, B2K and Bow Wow, they was making a lot of noise when they go on tour together. Like, that would have been epic, but Bow Wow is going through some cycle shit. He on he borderline on some Kanye West stuff right now, so I just don't. I, but I still feel Bow Wow should have been on this tour. That definitely would have killed it. I know they've been trying to get this group V2K together for a long, long time, and it's finally coming together. But I don't want to see Amarion try to do some of the moves he did on You Got Sir, because Amarion is damn near 40 you know what i'm saying so if he try to touch one of his bones it's gonna break and we don't need him to go to the hospital and then we're gonna have to be on facebook tomorrow pray doom, 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 you know i don't want to let's just make sure we have a good tour that's all i'm saying and last but not least y'all the petty question of the week and the question is if somebody buy you a gift that you don't like do you tell them or do you just keep it to yourself and be thankful you got something that is the question of the week. If somebody buy you a gift that you don't like, do you tell them or do you just keep it to yourself? And that is all we have for the petty news. Thank you for listening. Continue to follow Awaken Soul and be cool. You are now rocking with socially unacceptable. Socially unacceptable. You are now rocking with socially all right so that was scoop grady with the petty news report and also you heard from the socially unacceptable podcast the number one podcast in columbus ohio which i guess is weird since i also live in columbus ohio but i'm not really a columbus podcast i don't consider myself Nonetheless, you know, check both out, check the inside scoop out and also socially unacceptable with socially unacceptable. We just made a few upgrades to their um, recording studio. So you guys are going to hear a much improved sound quality. I feel like 
I feel like sound quality was one of the only things holding them back for some people. Cause you know, I'm like me, I'm an audio Nazi for some, I can't get past certain sound quality things. And so now that that's unlocked, they already had the talent. They already had the laughs, everything all on point. So definitely check out the revamp of socially unacceptable, um, starting in 2019. So the next episode you see drop from them, just know the Hayes stamp of approval is on it. But, um, before we get into the discussion topic with Billy Ray Valentine, one last thing that I wanted to discuss, and that is this money video from Cardi B drop. Diamonds on my neck. I like boarding jets. I like more than sex. But nothing in this world that I like more than checks. Money. All I really want to see is the money. I don't really need to be any the money. All a bad bitch need is the And I think this this year, and me and my brother Johnny from uh, Oversaturated and The Breaks Radio both have said and talked about how much this year has been a come up from Cardi, how much she's established herself. Cardi B almost transcends just the genre now. Is she pop? Um, again, that, that's a, a whole conversation spun out on that on Twitter a, a little while ago about exactly what is pop music. And the term pop music evolves as what the the biggest genre of music is. At one time, pop music was basically just rock music. It was the biggest genre. Again, I'm not, I'm tr- not trying to devolve and, and go all the way back there. But the Money Video drop, and it has been a cultural just explosion over it. Like... Everything that she did, the breastfeeding in the video, the the triple layer pole, dance, like it's a it was a great aesthetic. And in someone who has talked about how the music video has kind of died down and it's not been much really in music videos. I think what she did with that music video was it just shows what where her mind is or the people around her, whatever you want to say. But this 2018 has been the year of Cardi B and going into 2019. I personally can't wait to see what what's coming from her. But y'all got to stop. Like when it's like when the Mimi Foss sex tape dropped and everyone like shower curtain rod sales went up. I got to stop with these polls now. Like it's not meant for everyone. Like you, 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 you got to stop people. You're killing yourselves. It's been so many face plants in the last week because of it. Like stop. There's, there's classes for that. You got to work up. You can't just go and buy a class collab collapsible pole for your room and then start thinking you're going to film in-house money videos and not kill yourself like get it together people but enough of that it is time to get into the main discussion topic for this week featuring the one and only billy ray valentine from the infinite fringe podcast you guys like i said this one is really really deep it's it's a lot in this uh in this discussion topic so i look forward to hearing you guys' reaction from it you guys already know where you can hit me up at ceo hayes at the awakened soul pod you can also send any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. Uh, I, I really want some feedback on this one, so I'm really looking forward to it. Dan on drugs, you specifically. Um, <laughs> I want to know how you think about this one. So we are going to get into that, play a little bit of music beforehand. You guys know how I do, and I'll see you guys on the other side of this. So special. Ladies and gentlemen, back by popular demand, because you guys asked for it, Uh, we got Billy Ray Valentine in the building. We're going to get into a few different conversations, but first, let's let the man talk himself. Billy Ray Valentine, what's going on? What is going on, Hayes? Thank you for inviting me back to The Awakened Soul. It is a pleasure and a privilege, as it always is. What's up to everybody that's listening? My name is Billy Ray Valentine. 
<laughs> so the last time you were on, we were having a, a great discussion on a panel on, on white privilege. And uh, there are a couple things mentioned in there that the listeners had questions on that we're going to get into. But first, this because I listen to the Infinite Fringe. And if you guys don't, you definitely should check it out as well. But a, a few months ago, you actually, you know, with the whole Kanye thing kind of broke down, you uh, discussed a lot of like the programming and what his blonde hair could be a result of. But this old Twitter rant tirade whatever you want to call it that he had over the past week i just i would definitely want to get your thoughts on it i definitely um want to have that conversation with you so what what was your outtake on it and well outlook i guess i should say on it uh and did you see it as it was going on or did you kind of catch up on it after you know what i have very little knowledge of it actually so just brief me on what was actually said on twitter i know i I know some stuff Mm-hmm. But uh, I wasn't actively following it because Kanye goes on and off of Twitter like he changes underwear. Right. <laughs> so one day he's on one day he's not. So I think I unfollowed him because I used to follow him. I think I unfollowed him. I'm not I'm not sure. But uh, tell me something. What went down? All right. So um, uh, he, he mentioned in the, the, the part that I kind of keyed in on, even in my rant, is he he mentioned um, that he doesn't have handlers anymore. So he talked about how he even in the TMZ interview, even in the what was the, the late show, he had handlers around him yeah. that kind of guided what he talked about. And he mentioned that he doesn't have those anymore. He got rid of those handlers and then went on tirade to talk about people taking shots at him. Um, in music, talked about um, some some of the political things. He didn't get too much into that side of it. Um, it was really based around Drake and, and some stuff going on there. But he alluded to the fact that we're going to get the real Kanye West now. And that's that's where it, that's the program, the handlers and the the real Kanye West now and his unadulterated thoughts. That's what kind of brought me back to that conversation you had on your podcast about the programming. Um, so especially the handlers, it just, that yeah. just seems weird that somebody at Kanye's level would have people that are kind of dictating towards him what he should say. And I, I hope that it opened up a lot of people's eyes to what's been going on with him personally. But what, what do you think? Well, kudos to you, first off, for picking up on something like that, because it's essential and it shows that your eyes are opening up or that they're probably wide open to catch something like that. Most people would just uh, keep walking. What does it mean by handle? Is this guy's crazy? Let me just keep it going. Actually, everybody, every celebrity at that level of a Kanye West and, and Kanye West is and like it or not, and maybe not so much now because of what went down with him as of late. But he is an iconic figure in the world of entertainment iconic figure in the world period when you get that to that level um it's not by mistake you know you have to be let in and you have handlers and so that word is a loaded term in particular where i come from the world of uh, alternative research conspiracy uh what have you Uh, these people have handlers a kanye west admitted to having handlers so in entertainment, you see a person like Kanye and we're like, wow, I want to be like him, right? Or damn, Kanye dresses dope. You know, I love what Kanye said. I like where he goes to eat, you know, um, Justin Timberlake, same deal. You know, um, Miley Cyrus, uh, anyone in an iconic level at that next level of entertainment. I don't mean somebody that's popping right now. And those people have handlers too, to a certain degree. Uh, a Bruno Mars may have a handler, almost positive. These people don't do anything without checking with their people, quote unquote, the handlers. They tell them what to do. They tell them what to say. They tell them what to dress, uh, how to dress. 
you know, everything, what to eat, who to be seen with, who to date, who to marry. This is all planned out for these people. This is why he says the real Kanye West. And quite frankly, I think the real Kanye West was lost a long time ago. So whomever we're going to see now, I think it's a fragment of uh, the real Kanye West and whatever experiences he has uh, come into, you know, he has actually come into question with since uh, he's become famous. He, he's interacted with is what I should say since he, since he's become famous. Uh, it's a different experience for him altogether now. So these handlers were telling him what to do. So there, there's been rumors of uh, Kanye West and the Illuminati, right? Everybody knows about the Illuminati. It's a, it's a common knowledge term nowadays. Um, was Kanye West in the Illuminati? No, he was not. I don't believe he was. But people were pushing him in a direction where it gave the impression that he was down with an organization like the Illuminati. Is mm-hmm. the Illuminati an actual organization? I don't know. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a catch all term for one, but, um, Kanye West for a long time was wearing, uh, Baphomet shirts. Uh, a Baphomet is, uh, go look him up. Actually, I'm not gonna tell you exactly what it is, what he is. Just go look him up. Um, he's wearing a Freemasonic, uh, symbolism uh, on his merchandise, on his person, you know, and some of the things he said, very questionable, his videos were loaded with symbolism. To the, to the average person, they're not even looking. They're just watching, I mean, listening to the song and watching dark imagery, not really knowing what's encoded within these videos. All of that is put there on purpose. And it's not put there by Kanye West. It's put there by his quote unquote handlers or the director of that video who also has handlers. That that word handlers is a big deal. Did I Did I do a decent job at describing what that is? And if I didn't, please tell me. Uh, if I should dwell a little deeper. No, I think you did a, a great job at, at describing that. Um, and I think it's it's key for the fact that he, uh, another tweet, I just looked him up just so I can refresh myself, make sure I wasn't missing anything. He mentions the paradigm is shifting and then also says, no more handlers, now I only fear God. So mm-hmm. that alludes to the fact that he was afraid of his own yeah. handlers. Absolutely, absolutely. And all right, so in that concert, I think it was in Sacramento, when he spazzed out on stage, he literally said Jay-Z, he, 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 he talked about Jay-Z on stage and he said, don't send shooters at my head. Don't send shooters at my head. I know you got them. Please don't do it. Let's have a conversation like men. Right. And uh, Jay-Z is another person that's been involved with the occult, with uh, the New World Order, with the Illuminati. I don't believe Jay-Z got to the level that he's gotten based on talent, because quite frankly, um, the man is talented. He can do stuff, but why is it next level talent? Why are people loving Jay-Z to the, to the degree that they are? I can't explain that. Well, I can, but I can't explain it based on just the, the output of work that he's put out, how people are so drawn to him. It's called culture creation. So they push and by they, so let's get into the they conversation as well. So we started talking about Kanye West and uh-huh. it's all linked in together right? Handlers. They give them handlers. So who are they? They are the culture creators, the elite. So back in the day, there was this God called El, E-L. Um, it's, it, it, there's many, many names for that God. That God still persists. Um, it, he was called many different things uh, for many different civilizations. But through that um, 
word L, it lent itself to a lot of different things. The illuminated, the elevated. That's why when you take an elevator, it's L. Elevator. What does an elevator do? It elevates you. The elite, L, the top of the tops. You understand? So uh, th this okay. is why. So it, it's important to look at a word and what it means. And I can't pretend to know everything. I am learning myself. I, there's a, a big learning curve for me. But um, I, I'm getting better at it, at noticing these things. And, and that's what that means. These people, by these people, I mean the elites. And the elites aren't the Jay-Zs. They are not the Barack Obamas. They are not the Hillary and Bill Clintons. They're not the George Bush. It's not a Donald Trump. These are people that are representatives of the elites. Now, there's the black nobility. It has nothing to do with the color black and everything to do with um, ancient aristocracy. I mean, like the old school um, monarchies of the world. It, it traces back to the city of of uh, London, uh, the Queen of England. Um, while they say she has no power, she, her face is still on the dollar bill in Canada. All right. There are a lot of uh, Commonwealth realms, the Commonwealth realms that report to her. They they come together under her. She is their monarch. There's at least 16 territories in the world that she is still the monarch of. These are the people that I'm talking about, not specifically the Queen of England. It's not like she's the 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 one that rules all. But there's monarchies throughout Europe, Germany, Italy, France. The Merovingians, you've heard of people like that. These are the families. There are certain controlling families. They say there's 13 of them, the 13 Illuminati bloodlines. I think there's a few more uh, personally, but these families have been controlling things for a long time and they did it through nobility, through quote unquote nobility, because they said that they're better than you, that they have um, royal blood and that they have the right to rule. Um, the pharaohs of Egypt, let's, let's take this for instance. They were God's representative on earth. The Pope, um, the Pope of uh, Rome, of the Catholic Church, he is God's representative on earth. So they have a direct link to God, right? So these people, these kings and queens, that's why they feel that they are better than all of you, all of us, because they feel like they have God blood in them, royal blood, next level genetics. When they wear these crowns, these crowns are simply a representation of the sun. When the sun um, shines, it gives us it gives off rays, rays of light, illumination. So when, when you see a picture of Jesus Christ now a days and uh, you, you look behind him and he has that halo glowing behind him, that's what the crown is supposed to represent on a human being. Um, and, and these people think they're better than you. And, the, and we have actually given them this. The, the, the Queen of England lives a lavish lifestyle. She has three different sets of incomes. She has a private income that no one knows about. No one knows about it. She has the her public income. And then she has the income of freaking London. Okay. I mean, of, of, of Britain. They, they pretty much support this woman. Why is that? No, no one ever thinks of stuff like this. Then you have the Rothschild families, the banking families who, and this is a, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a fact, uh, accepted by mainstream, uh, history, what the Rothschilds did to take over countries. They started central banks in different countries and took over the country that way. They said, why do I need to be, um, 
uh, a king or a queen when I control the money. All I want to do is control the money of a country. That's all I need. And I rule that country. And all these people intermarried and interbred and they are the ruling class. They want to keep it that way. And uh, they keep it that way by dividing us for one. And uh, two, they do things, uh, they infiltrate our cultures. They infiltrate uh, our music, uh, for instance, and back to Kanye West in that manner. So there's a pattern with Kanye West. Kanye West didn't begin being crazy as hell when he started. He was actually a backpack rapper. You remember this haze? Mm -hmm. You know, people used to look at him as, oh my God, he's so conscious. You know, uh, he's, he's actually talking stuff that matters. And then it went changing and changing and changing and changing. And now he's completely out of control talking God knows what. Sometimes it looks like he wants to come back to earth and, uh, and talk things that people want to hear. And sometimes he just talks complete nonsense all over again. Same thing with a Miley Cyrus. Look at the progression of a Miley Cyrus. They brought her on as Hannah Montana, right? And she was, uh, you know, as, as clean as can possibly be. Well, not necessarily, but in today's day and age, she was pretty clean to what she developed when she turned into uh, Miley Cyrus and she was dry humping a freaking, uh, what is it? Uh, a cannonball on a video, you know, doing crazy crap on the VMAs, acting like the complete horror Babylon. Why was that? Why does that happen? So they 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 bring you in initially with the wholesomeness, and then these fans continue to follow the artist throughout a uh, uh, a certain amount of time. When they completely flip it, they become something else, and that fan also gets dragged into what they become, not exclusively. But in general terms, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that was a lot to take in. No, um, I'm following you. All right. Uh, give me something. Ask me some questions. I don't want to continue to hijack this whole thing. <laughs> oh, no, you're good, man. That's why that's why I invited you on, because it, you're, you're discussing things that I, I'm learning myself. And I always if I learn from it, I definitely hope the audience is learning from it as well. Um but okay, so we've now kind of established what well, we have established the day and what and what that meant and what you were referring to then. But what what can we do? They're infiltrating our culture. How do we educate ourselves, each other? How do we combat it? What I, and I know you don't have all the answers, but for the ones that are hearing this now, now they're because we're gonna open some minds with this with this conversation. And the ones that are open to it and want to know what they can do, how they can keep educating themselves outside of this conversation, what do they do, Billy Ray? Well, I think we just need to become aware. Once we become aware, it's it's the first step, and that's what we're trying to do. Um, me included, I, I want to become more aware and figure this out. We spoke about the divide on the um, episode we just did that I was just on on white privilege. This is a way that they divide us. They keep us divided. They keep us fighting each other. And we don't know who's actually responsible for the crap that's going on, right? We just don't know. We think it's us. We think it's black people versus white people or Hispanics versus whomever, Asians, you know, uh, and, and uh, they're dividing us. They are instituting uh, policies that divide. They, they are the first thing. What, what are some of the first things we get taught in school, Hayes? Um, you know, one plus one equals two and slavery. They drill slavery in our heads. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be taught about slavery and that we shouldn't be taught about history. I'm saying that if you're going to teach it, teach everything. Don't just marginalize and, and centralize on the African-American experience and how awful it was because it was awful. But they center on that. They don't tell you how white people were slaves. They don't tell you how Hispanics were slaves. 
They don't tell you how black people in Africa enslaved their own. They don't tell you how white people enslaved their own. You know, they don't tell you any of that. They, they centered on the white versus the black. I feel that's the first level of indoctrination. My kid came home talking about that somebody called him a white boy and he was offended by it. He told me that the other day. And I was like, who taught you that? Who taught you to be offended? I told him, is, this, is, is the color of your skin white? And he said, yeah. Well, it's beige, he said. Well, I'm like, fine. So it's beige. I'm like, are you ashamed of it? He said, no, I'm not. I'm like, so why would that offend you? Why would that offend you? He's like, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, I, I know why. I'm like, somebody told you that that's offensive. I'm like, you can't buy into that sort of shit. And that's what we need to do. We need to be confident in who we are. And once we're confident in who we are, we need to make friends and establish relationships with the other people that are next to us, be it white, black, Hispanic, realize that we have differences, but emphasize our positive and, and create relationships that will grow and become uh, fruitful for all of us, all of us, because we're all in this together. And then we'll start realizing that once you see Malcolm X realized this, you know, and that's I think that's one of the reasons why. He is no longer with us. Um, Malcolm X realizes real quick that it was a bunch of nonsense. This white on black thing was a bunch of nonsense. You know, he went to Mecca and he was like, wait a minute, what the hell's going on here? You know, so and uh, they, they killed Martin Luther King, not when he was leading black people rallies, when he was about to start the poor man's rally. Everyone was going to come together for that. Let's off Martin Luther King. We don't need that. Bob Marley, another one. Let's get rid of him. Talking too much truth. People are digging this uh, this reggae music. Got to get rid of them. You know, and, and this is what we need to notice. They're dividing us so we don't get at them. So Kim Kardashian, right? Let's go back to Kanye West real quick. He married Kim. I believe it was an arranged marriage. Kim Kardashian is no ordinary girl. You would think, right? She got, she got famous because she had a sex tape with Ray J. And in a large part, that is why she got famous. But she was also related to David Cameron, who used to be the prime minister of Britain. Hayes, are you related to the prime minister of Britain? Not that I know of. If I am, I need some checks. That's for sure. Exactly. I am not related to these people. Okay. Most of the people listening to this podcast are not related to these people. What are the odds that Kim Kardashian is related to the prime minister, the former prime minister of Britain? All of you Barack Obama fans out there. You think he gets away with it scot-free. Barack Obama is related to George Bush. Yes. And he's related to the Queen of England. You know who else is related to the Queen of England? Kim Kardashian, Tony Blair, Hillary Clinton, Madonna, Brad Pitt. Okay, so so there starts we start setting, we start seeing a pattern here. All of these are A-list celebrities, not B, not A minus, A A plus, the tops, the top culture manipulators. They may not even know that they're being manipulated, but they're in the family. We are not in the family. This is why you don't make it to that level without being indoctrinated or without having the right blood running through your veins. Look at what happened to Dave Chappelle. He turned down a $50 million deal and he said it from his own mouth. There are some things that go on that aren't right and I don't want to participate in, period. I believe some of this is what's happening to Kanye West. I believe he's realizing this. He's saying words like uh, breaking out of the paradigm and ditching my handlers. I, b I believe that he's been through some shit and um, he's trying to break out of it. And this is why I'm afraid that at some point and God willing, it doesn't happen. Knock on wood, it doesn't happen. I'll say prayers for him. But I'm not very optimistic that Kanye West is going to be with us for the long for the long haul if he continues to do stuff like this. Um, maybe 
they'll just deem him as crazy and won't do anything to him. But but it, it's beginning. It's not beginning to scare me. It's been scaring me for a while. Go ahead, Hayes. No, uh, and I and I and I want to piggyback off something you said about um, like Barack Obama and all being related. I read something. I think it's called the Atlantean conspiracy that mm-hmm. said all U.S. presidents are related by blood or marriage. If you trace it, trace it back, except for Van Buren. Now I'm not sure if, if that was article or that um what i read was written before donald trump became president but mm-hmm. it definitely made me think i haven't got a chance to research it further or, or do do go deeper into it but as soon as i read that it's like it makes sense it really Absolutely. does make sense all of them all of them are related i don't know about van buren i'll look into that <laughs> thanks for putting me on <laughs> no problem uh, but but uh, all of them are related all of them all of them and and nine times out of ten the people that are running against them are also related did you guys know that the Bushes and the Bin Ladens went, to, went on vacations together? This is the same bloodline. It's the same people. Donald Trump contributed uh, to, to um, he, he attended Bill Clinton's uh, um, fundraisers many times. You know, these people are photographed together, having fun together. And all of a sudden they hate each other. Donald Trump is another guy that, that I'm not a big fan of. Um, but all these people are related. And it all goes back to the Queen of England. It goes back to to um, Vlad the Impaler, who used to, is the 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 guy that they modeled uh, Dracula after. Vlad the Impaler. George Bush is related to Vlad the Impaler. All right, this is how far back it goes. They're all the same. They're all. George Carlin said one day in one of his many. He's a brilliant comedian. If anybody doesn't know about him, he's dead now, but he was excellent. And he said, "It's a big club, and you're not in it." And that's what it is, man. And and this is the they. It's that club of people. And when you start looking at celebrities, and and all the top tier celebrities are related to each other somehow. And sure, you can you can make the argument they're thirteenth cousins or twelfth cousins or tenth cousins. They're still related. I'm not tenth cousins to these people. Guess what? I'm not famous either. <laughs> you know, or or your favorite rapper that never really blew up. Guess why? That's probably it. You know, uh, anybody who makes it to a particular level, they're they're indoctrinated and allowed in to that level. It's not they don't make it there on their own merit. They just don't. Nine times out of ten. I'm not saying there aren't exceptions uh, because there probably are. But odds are you pick one of these guys and uh, somehow they're either related to military intelligence or royal blood somehow. It's crazy. It's not a conspiracy theory. Go look this up. After I'm done talking about it. And if you find that you're proving me wrong, hit me up at Open One You Know Me. Email me at the Infinite Fringe at uh, Gmail. I never give that out, so I forget. The Infinite Fringe at Gmail.com. Send me an email. Tell me how wrong I am. I'm fine with it. I, I love to learn. But uh, I'm sure if you look this up, some of you guys will be like, wow, uh, he wasn't bullshitting because I'm not. And there you have it. Uh, just one last thing, Billy Ray, before we go. So, anyone who's listened to this conversation who wants, to get deeper into it, who wants to look up other theories, just anything and educate themselves. Where are some of the places you go? Mm, I used to, I used to go to prisonplanet.com, infowars.com. Um, I wouldn't recommend going there anymore. I mean, if you do go there, you just uh, use uh, your discretion. You have to pick and choose and really do your research on what's right and what's wrong. Um, Drudge report. I go to sometimes, um, let me think coast to coast AM is still a good source of things like this. Uh, the Richie Allen Show. Love the Richie Allen Show. Go listen to that. Uh, he's always dropping some serious knowledge. David Icke. I love David Icke. 
uh, davidike.com. Um, and, and all of these people are going to say something that you're not going to agree with or that you're going to think is completely off kilter. And you're probably right. You know, it's uh, like David Icke, for instance, he believes in shapeshifting reptilians from another dimension. Take that with a grain of salt. Look at what you can prove. And uh, so many of the things that he said have just come to light over and over again. And it's like, wow, he's on point. I don't know about this reptilian shit, but all this other stuff is on point. You know, so th that's the type of, of uh, weaving that you have to do when you get into this type of information. But um, that's where I like to go. Uh, and also the mainstream media, it's all there in plain sight. You just got to get hip to the language like Hayes, like you picked up the handler thing. It's all there. You didn't have to go anywhere to, 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 to know that, to see that. It's right there in plain view. Most of the stuff that, that uh, was laid out about 9-11 being an inside job came from the mainstream media. Now, a lot of the times the mainstream media can be used to bait us, and we need to be aware of that. Um, I believe this is what happened with Donald Trump. I, I believe it's a giant bait that we've been fed, and a lot of people have jumped on it. I'm not a fan, but I believe that's what happened. So you all have to use uh, your common sense, and, and you have to do a bit of work. You have to sit down and research. This is not... Uh, easy stuff. And a lot of times you're not going to come to a, to a, a concrete conclusion. It's going to be left somewhere in the middle and you're going to have to decide what, where you lean, you know, and that's not the easiest thing to do. But, um, if you want to learn about this stuff, that's where you're going to have to go. You're going to have to do a lot of digging past the, the sources I've given. Well, there you guys go. And definitely check out the infinite fringe from Billy Ray Valentine. Um, Keep your minds open, people. That's that's all. That's why I wanted to have this conversation. I know it's not an easy listen, and we may have turned off a lot of people having this conversation. Maybe just been <laughs> like, you know what, this is over my head. I'll come back next week when Hayes is talking his normal stuff. But I really did want to have this conversation, Billy Ray, and I thank you for taking time out your day, man. No, nah, man, thank you for for bringing me on. Also, one other thing before we leave that I didn't mention is um, a gentleman by the name of Edward Bernays. Just just so you guys can see how easily. We are manipulated into thinking things and, and they do it in our music. They do it in our commercials. They do it in our televisions. They do it in our movies. And this gentleman, Edward Bernays, write this down. He is the father of a propaganda, modern propaganda. They call him the father of public relations. The reason why we eat eggs and bacon in the morning is Edward Bernays. The reason why people used to think it was cool to smoke is Edward Bernays. They figured out a way to make a uh, uh, society or just a human being in general lean in different directions. They figured out a way to pull us where they wanted to pull us. So they wanted for some reason to sell eggs and bacon as the prime breakfast for America. And they turned to this man and they told him, can you make it happen? Can you make all these people buy in? Say, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And he did it. And then big tobacco came to him and they were like, we want, we want everybody to think that smoking tobacco uh, cigarettes is cool. And he did it, you know, and he did a whole bunch more. So there's a whole lot more to learn from this guy, Edward Bernays. But um, that's how easily our minds are manipulated. I'm sure a lot of a lot of people have heard the term that we're sheep or the sheeple. This is where it comes from, because it's we're easily manipulated. And, and when we're watching television, when we're watching movies, there's programming that goes into all of that, all of it, the Marvel Universe, all of it. It's there. And once you become aware of it, it kind of screws with your mind. But um, at least you won't be easily moved from one place to the next. You might willingly go there, but uh, you won't be doing it unconsciously. You, you consciously know what's going on. 
that's important. So look up that name, Edward Bernays. Take it easy, guys. Yeah. And uh, d- before, we, Edward Bernays, just for to kind of bring this all home, is actually the uncle of the founder of Netflix. So just let that sit in. <laughs> <laughs> and it continues, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm going to go look that up, too. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. So, you know, that's it, man. We, we we just opened up another rabbit hole. Let's go ahead and get out of here before we're here for another hour <laughs> discussing that. <laughs> really right about the hell man. did you do to me, Hayes? <laughs> now you just ruined my entire evening. I'm going to be looking into this until I fall asleep, man. But uh, no, thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate the knowledge. Thank you, bro. Oh, man. Anytime, anytime. For just one last time, I know a couple minutes ago, you just uh, plugged your social media and your, and your email, but just give them your social media one more, one last time before you head off. Ah, oh, man, I'm really bad at social media, but hit me up at Oban when you know me. Um, listen to the Infinite Fringe, man. Go take a listen. I have a lot of people on that really know what they're talking about. And sometimes I go on rants about Donald <laughs> Trump and shit like that. Uh, if you're into that, Hit me up, theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com. I also have a live show on iHeartRadio, on Truth Frequency Radio, on TuneIn Radio, The Infinite Fringe, same name, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern every Sunday. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm easy to get at, so get at me if, um, if you want clarification on some shit or if you just want to hate on me. It's all good, all right? <laughs> all right, now. Well, listeners, you go, go and check them out. We're out. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.